Hello, 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 everybody. YBM, Young Black and Married, we are here. Hey, guys. How are you doing? That's Ariel. Yep. The beautiful Ariel. My name is Justin, and we are back with another episode. But it's going to be different. It's testimony time. Story time. Story time. <laughs> story time. Story time. Yes, so we shot, made edited a film this year we're going to talk about it but before we get into all that we're going to talk about why we do this we do this to encourage strong marriages and relationships to entertain and to educate for the glory of god yeah, we're expecting you guys to be blessed, inspired, encouraged to keep moving forward as we do the same. We want to create a movement of healthy black marriages, families, and communities. Yes. And today we are talking about our short film and the testimony slash story about how it happened. Yes. God is good. All the time. That's the end of the, 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 the <laughs> podcast. See you later. Be blessed. Be blessed. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, that's the short version. Right, really. <laughs> literally, literally the short version. Oh, goodness. Where do we begin? Where do we begin? So, yeah, this film is really kind of turning your pain into um, a testimony and into purpose, really. Um, you know, we went through infertility and miscarriage and we talked about that on an episode earlier and um you guys can look through on the podcast to see which episode that was i do believe it's called infertility pregnancy miscarriage um and we go into depth about what that was like and how we overcame it how we're you know dealing and whatnot and so in the midst of all of that um my husband came and told me he had a vision for a film yes had a vision for a film um um, I got the vision kind of not too far along after we had our had our miscarriage. Um, but I waited to deliver the news to her because I felt like it wasn't the right time. I felt it was out of season just to even deliver her the news that I had that idea. So when and when I gave it to her, she was in pretty. 110% on board to do it and she was she she saw it kind of kind of right away huh yeah I mean when he told me I, I had already been talking to God about what happened and I had been praying and really you know when things like that go through you really go to God like yeah what's up how do you know and I was really at a point where I wanted to heal and um you know one day in my closet uh, I was praying and um, I said, God, I really want you to turn this into something and, and make purpose. Like, it's such a terrible thing, but get glory for your name. You know, God, you know, he says in his word that he'll turn all things to the good of those that love him and are called according to his purpose. And and I'm like, God, this is just, you know, use this situation. And then he told me, well, you got to talk about it. And at that point, I really didn't talk about it really with anyone. Um, and so... When Justin told me about the film, it fit with you got to talk about it. So I, I already wanted to um, make something of our of our story somehow. I didn't understand, but um, it did agree with me. We agreed to to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in that, um, I, I kind of see it as kind of like confession 
because um, there's a freeingness to it. There's a, 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 a something that's released and um, talking with other about others about your your struggles and what you're going through. It's it's it's, it's very freeing in that in that aspect as well. So it's um, kind of how I look at it. Yeah. So from that point, then um, I had to write it because I'm the writer in a between us. So he told me to write it. And um, that was a process. And I think it might have been months before I actually wrote it, maybe six months to a year before it was actually completed. We're not perfect on time frames, but I know it was at least six months. Right, right, right. right. Um, yeah. Yeah, it it was a while before we I actually wrote it. So, it was in it was in our spirits. It was there and we were turning it over, meditating, praying about it, thinking about it. We knew it was something that we were going to do. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, the vision was communicated. Yes. So, and then we went to California. So, yeah, we um with that summer 2019. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Summer 2019, we took um, a vacation, and a part of this vacation was, you know, just to get away, um, you know, you know, thoughts about the miscarriage and et cetera. And Ariel really loves the the beach, so we went to LA, and we've both never been to LA, so we decided to go to LA, and it was, you know, it was amazing. It was great. It was what I I heard it would would be. So, um, like midway through our trip, I was in contact with an old college roommate who's an actor out in L.A. named Blake White. Shout out to Blake White yeah, for being awesome. for being himself and being amazing. He's he's a great great artist, great actor. Look him up. He's very talented. Um, Blake White. He invited me to um, a Bible study. Uh, 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 like a Christian, you know, actors, filmmaker, Bible study. And to be honest, I don't even know if Blake knows this really. <laughs> be honest, I was a little slow to go. Not because I ain't trying to go to no Bible study, but I'm just not trying to go to anybody's Bible study because everybody don't really believe the same thing, in my opinion, like they should. But And also, you know, we, we were... Um, newer members at our church and we didn't want to dibble and dabble into you know different things and different theologies flying around and because i didn't i didn't know what would be there i really didn't but um i didn't feel peace not going um i i you know we were in la it's like i might as well and also you know i love blake he's great and i know he ain't into no funny business too so i'm just go um, and it ended up being, uh, I think you say Devin Franklin, Devon Franklin, Devon Franklin. Uh, he's um, the husband of uh, Making Good, and um, he has a Bible study. He has a, I think, I think it's once or twice a month. And he had a Bible study. Robbie. And Robbie, Robbie, I should know this. Yeah, she's over it with she, another she, woman. She, um, yes, she's a, 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 a like a talent director over there at BET. I'm sorry, I'm blanking out her name. I don't know why. Um, but they had the Bible study together, and he wasn't there that time. But they had a special guest speaker, and the special guest speaker was this woman named Edwina Finley. Yeah. So um, Edwina gave a talk about prophetic words 
And um, at this point, we're, I guess we're about seven months into our new church where we kind of learned about um, pretty much the gifts of the spirit kind of were awakened to us in a new way. So I was like, oh yeah, I'm learning about this. I had, you know, our church was going over um, prophetic words and all that and and the gift of prophecy, prophets and um, the spirit of prophecy. And I was excited to hear what she had to say. Um, it just fell right in line. And she talked about how God had directed her entire career and pretty much life through prophetic words. And she gave a lot of testimonies and it was powerful, y'all. Yeah, the spirit of God was definitely in that room. It was. It was like a mark, like a... um, it was a mark, a rock, if you would, in my walk with God to where I remember that point. Yes. For real. Um, there was a prophetess who came up afterwards. Um, it was a, it's a ministry. So they're like, okay, so, so my husband and I, you know, pulled some money out of our pockets and we gave because we came to the meeting and we were fed. It was great. And the prophetess afterwards was like, y'all, this is good ground. So again, and we did. I was like, yeah, this is good ground. So, you know, if we had like given out the money that was in our pocket, we just put the rest in because we believe um, sowing, reaping and sowing is a law. It's period a law. If you have a seed and you put it in the ground, you will get a return on that seed with the plant. If you put a tomato plant, whether you're a believer or not. Yeah. Tomato seed in the ground, you will reap a tomato plant. It de- the the factor that matters is the soil. The seed is going to do what the seed does. If your soil is not good, that's the main thing. So for her to say it's good ground, essentially she's saying if you put your seed, which in this case money can be a seed, time can be a seed, um man and woman sperm is a seed he sows a seed she reap a baby it's a law it's a it's a law to life and if you think about it, even in the stock market you sow money in and you want to reap out reaping and sowing so you know people abuse that blah 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 but the law itself is a fact and you can't really you can't change it it's not a fact it's truth it's truth yeah facts can change this truth can't change oh good <laughs> so yeah she said it's good ground and we believed her because we have just seen it so cool we pulled out some more we sowed you know hey we said hello to people we spoke we were encouraged and we dipped that was pretty much it and we didn't really think much about it yeah, we didn't really, you know, we, we really just released our faith and, you know, just sold to her because it was great. Got fed. It was really cool being in a room with, you know, different actors, actresses and et cetera. It was it was cool. It was great. It was really it was really cool. Um, was thankful uh, for that time in L.A. It was good. We left. Came home. Came home. So the. Trip was July, summer of 2019. Our miscarriage was summer of 2018. Mm-hmm. And the vision was in some point, bet- you know, between theirs when he released the vision. It was not, the film was not written. Right. We come home, um, summer, you know, we're doing life. We're, you know, talking, living, blah, blah, blah. And there's something in Memphis called the Indie Memphis Film Festival, mm-hmm. which was in November. That year, the Indie Memphis Film Festival is something we do every year. Justin puts, you know, he has music videos in, he has short films in it, you know, a lot. And um, 
we're kind of family. We know the people. So we go every year. And we went to the... It's, in- it's one of the best film festivals in, in the nation. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Indie Memphis. Shout out. A lot of name drops in this episode. So y'all... Yeah. Incoming. Take notes. Write them down. Mm-hmm. Look them up. Um, so we go to the Indie Memphis Film Festival. We are believers. If you have not noticed, we love Jesus. We stand on the word of God. It's becoming even more unpopular, but we don't care. It is what it is. The word of God, meaning it's becoming unpopular. But we go to the Indie Memphis Film Festival and in the room, we go to a training. And in the training, you know, we're just pretty much talking about um, social media, marketing, branding, X, Y, Z. And then we hear a woman that says, you know, part of her branding, she wants to put that she's a peculiar person. And my husband and I, we kind of perk up, right? Because believe, you know, it's almost code. Believers know believers, right? And when you use certain words and certain things in certain rooms, you you perk up. You, you It's almost like a secret spy, kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and we heard this lady say this. And so I looked at her immediately. I said, okay, yeah. We're not alone in this room. And so afterwards, we go and we sit and we talk with her. We're like, hey, we heard you say peculiar person. You're cool. What's up? You know, we talked to this woman. Her name's Sid. Her name is Sid Stewart. She is awesome, y'all. She is <laughs> amazing. And um, Filmmaker from L.A. Yep, filmmaker from L.A. Yep, she's from L.A. We're like, yo, we just went to L.A. four, five, four, three, four, five months ago. And uh, we loved it. You know, in the conversation, we're just talking. And then we say, you know, uh, we uh, went to this Bible study and we saw Edwina Finley there. And she's like, oh, I know Edwina. She's like, yeah, cool. And so that was a connection. And you guys, this lady encouraged us so much she actually gave us a prophetic word i don't know if she knew it or not but i think she did know what she was doing yeah <laughs> she gave us mm-hmm. so uh, so a, a sidebar to that so we were at the indie memphis film festival because we were in a pitch competition because we were pitching um a film idea to an audience and to judges and we were uh, one of the one of the eight finalists to pitch an idea, and Sid Stewart was there as well from L.A. because that was a ten thousand dollar cash prize for the winner. She was there from L.A. to be in a competition as well. She was one of the eight, like us. And um, it was also crazy. One of the craziest things I remember her saying. She said she didn't feel like she was there to win, but she was there to encourage somebody, and she thought it was us. And we were like, it was us. It w- it, you are correct. <laughs> it might be someone, too, but just, yes. She was on assignment, Kingdom Kingdom Citizens. You know, wherever we go, we are on assignment. And I just, I give glory to God, and I'm thankful for those people of God that are mature, that are tapped into his spirit to know why you're here, what you're doing, and to do that job. Because you guys, when you're on assignment, there is something that God is trying to do that you play a role in and you play a vital role in. And so praise God for the people that are going to be listening to the spirit of God and say, God, why am I here? And then have the courage and the obedience to do it because you literally can change the fabric of history just by obeying God. A word. So yeah, Sid was on assignment in a lot of different ways, but for us, she encouraged us 
to begin. That's a start. But then she also knew Edwina and, you know, we kind of connected. Okay, you know, Edwina, cool, cool, cool. Um, We were pitching for the short um, where we wanted to make a feature and we were pitching to get 10,000 for a feature that was about the miscarriage and infertility we endured. Um, And so... You know, she, you know, saw the pitch and everything. And, you know, we talked and chatted with her that weekend and got to, you know, interact with her. And it was awesome. And essentially, the end of the weekend, we did not win the um, competition. And she did not either. And, you know, I pray, I ask God. I went to the Lord the night that after the award ceremony. And I said, God, what was this about? Did you, you know, why didn't we win? And then he said... It wasn't to win, but it was to make connections. That's what God told me. It was not to win. It was to make connections. So when I saw Sid again, I was like, you know, I heard God say last night, it wasn't for us to win, but it was to make connections. So we were excited about the connection with her, you know, and the other connections that we had made. And so when she was leaving to go back to California, she told us, there's someone I want you to talk to. Her name is Monique Coleman. You've got to talk to her. And I'm thinking, okay, but you guys, when when she said this, the intensity, the knowing, the focus in her face, in her tongue, it was something, right? And so I said, okay, you know, guys, I'm, you know, I just live life and love. You know, I, I think deeply about things. Sometimes I don't. I didn't know what was going on, but we're like, okay, Monique Coleman. Okay, cool. She leaves. I so into her because good ground, y'all. When there's good ground, you, you got to know. You got to know it. What good ground is. And she had put so much into us. I just, I sewed. It's just just what I did. She put so much into us and, she, you know, she had just met us. Yeah. But she was on assignment. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so... So it worked. So it was it was it was flowing, you know, it was flowing like it should have been. My people know good ground. Do you know people are ground? Do you know people are ground? Some people you can sow into those people and you will reap a harvest because they are the ground. Okay. We can't we can't say that enough. <laughs> And I mean, I didn't even, you know, God put it on my heart and I didn't, didn't know what was happening, but you, we've got to be obedient to God. You, you won't have the full picture at all times, but obedience is greater than sacrifice. So if he says it, just release it in faith and go on with your life. Right. Um, y'all, she texts me some, if that was November, she might've texted me in October. Does October come after November? No. December. <laughs> you did that on, on, on I the microphone. <laughs> was that film festival in November? It was like, yeah, it was. Okay. So she might have texted me like a couple weeks later on a three way text with Monique Coleman. And between the time I've researched Monique Coleman and I've seen Monique Coleman is one of the actors that was in the high school musical trilogy back when I was a teenager, um, a well, you know, established, amazing actress. And I'm like, oh, this is who yeah, she, she was. Yeah, she was on Dancing with the Stars. She, yeah. She had done numerous things, you know, stuff with um, 
Lifetime and et cetera. So yeah, a lot. Established actress or actor. And I said, oh, actress, wow, yeah. that's what she was saying. Cool. So she texts me on a three-way. Monique, this is Ariel. She's an actor. I mean, she's a, a writer in Memphis. Her and her husband are, want to do a film about um, infertility and miscarriage. I just wanted to connect you to. There's that word connection, right? The word of the Lord had gone forth, you know, and said connections. And I'm sorry, babe, I'm hogging all this, but this... No, it's cool. Yeah, because... Just remember what, what God told you, too. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so that happened, like, end of November, beginning of December-ish, right? Listen, y'all. Time passes. Monique never responded to the text message, and I'm like, you are an actor. You have a busy life. Okay, I wasn't bothered at all. One day... In my prayer, I hear God say, finish the film by the end of the week. Like, write the whole thing. He gave me a deadline. Y'all, it was so strong in my spirit that I needed to have this thing done in less than seven days. I told my husband, I tell him everything, which I'm so glad. But I told him, I said, God told me to finish this by the end of the week. Didn't I tell you, babe? You did. I remember that. I said, so I got on my computer and I typed and I typed. I asked the Holy Spirit to come type with me. We typed, we typed. I got my husband, what you think? What you think? Sunday, six o'clock, I finished it. I said, God, I said, it's done. I told my husband, I don't know what's going to happen, but because the Lord told me, I know there will be something that comes from this. I know it. We sat on the couch. We prayed over it. We released and we went on with our life, right? That night I go to sleep. And in my sleep, I have a dream. In the dream, I'm in my in my house. And since I'll just tell you the part that makes sense. I'm in my house and there is this woman with like longer black hair and she's like dancing around in one of our rooms very joyfully, like dancing around. I've never met her before. And I'm like, who is this? But she's literally like dancing around in my dream. I was like, okay. And then the Lord, you know, kind of shows me a river. And then he says, life is like a flow that when you are in tune with the Lord and you are on the path with the Lord, you get on the river and you flow faster. It's like you get accelerated through things because you're listening and you're on, you're flowing with God, essentially. And how sin and how um, disobedience will take you out of that and it'll slow the process and cause heartache and pain. But when you're flowing with God, things can just come like nothing so true that was my dream that night y'all i wake up out of my dream at eight o'clock in the morning i was still asleep at eight o'clock mm. on the phone hello this is monday morning i wrote it 6 p.m sunday had those dreams woke up monday morning phone call hello hey um this is monique coleman um i just you know i'm taking my dogs for a walk and i said god who should i call today <laughs> <laughs> Verbatim. <laughs> Yo. I'm like, drop. Literally, I'm even stunned t telling the story. What's going on? Sid connected, said we should talk and connect, and what's up? And I tell her this the vision of the film. And she says, Well, what do you need? What, what, where are you at this stage? Well, she asked me also, is it written? Yes, it is written. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was my answer. 
And then she says, well, what do you need? Well, we have the male actor. We have this. We have that. We really just want to cast the female actor, the actor. And then we want to, um, you know, we're going to be ready to move. Well, when do you want to shoot it? Uh, Maybe January. Wow. Well, I mean, I can do it. What? <laughs> yeah, I can do. I mean, she said, what age is a person? I said, you know, late late 20s to, you know, mid 30s. She said, I play that age range. I can do it. This woman of God got on board with this film from one phone call at eight o'clock in the morning. Six, six o'clock in the morning, six, her time. Six her time. She had never seen my face. She had never seen my work, our work. She didn't know who we were from Adam. We came up with a deal. Essentially, you know, we got a, a deal where she said, if you can do X, Y, this, then yeah, I'll come do it. And we agreed. And the thing was rolling. Mind you, God said connections. Mm. And I hung up the phone with her, y'all, from that dream. And I, I, I can tell you now, when she came to Memphis, I realized it was her in my dream because she came with these long black um, braids. Right. And this woman is a dancer. She's always dancing. And she is bubbly and she will spin circles in a room. Yes. And that's what she was doing in she the dream. She will get you to do it too. <laughs> so, y'all, mind you, that came from... The faith we had at the Bible study, the connection from Edwina to Sid, they knew each other. That kind of built the rapport. And then the favor from Sid to Monique, because uh, Sid connected us to Monique. And that was favor. Favor was at work this whole time and the word of God and so much. And so Monique is on board now. And this is maybe December in November, December, and we're talking. Yes, this is like right at the end of December. Yeah. When she hops on board. It was like mid-December. I don't think Christmas hadn't happened yet. No, Christmas hadn't happened yet, but so it, it was, was like, like... In December. Yeah, like December 18th or something like that. Um, And we're looking at starting to shoot in January. Yeah. First shoot date was January 31st, I believe, or something like that. Yeah, I think the 30, yeah, 31st of January and first february we did a two-day shoot and so before the shooting okay so this was december right and so january our church went on a fast and we fasted it was a daniel fast sorry guys i just hit that it was a daniel fast so we fasted and prayed over this project you guys like nobody's business we were you know, I go into the God, hearing what the Lord and the word of the Lord was about the project, prophesying over it, believing, connecting and agreeing with other people to agree with us. Um, that was all of Jan, pretty much, you know, the chunk of January. You know, we did the arrangements that we made with Monique for her to come. I'm trying to think what happened in January. Got Justin did the work of finding finding the cast and yeah. crew um i got them locked up um and i basically had a one-on-one power i said this in another episode but i'm saying it again i had a one-on-one power with everybody that was on set telling them the vision um telling them the sensitivity of this topic telling them um 
God is going to use this project and everybody that works on this project and everybody that sees this project is going to be blessed. Yeah. And if you weren't down with that vision, that was this wasn't a project for you. And if you couldn't be respectful on that day of shooting, it wasn't a project for you. And pretty much everybody I talked to was in alignment and they did it. And every everybody was... I just had an all-star team of cast and crew. I mean, it. I. I don't. I couldn't. It couldn't have been gone any better. Like the 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 people that we had that that we worked with. It was just. It was so beautiful. Yeah, it, it absolutely was beautiful, and it was. Um, I believe it was at the pitch um, in November when we met Sid that we began to realize this film is really not about us. It's way bigger than us. Not about us at all. And and that's what we realized. It's way bigger than us. God wanted to push this film out and the vision behind it. Um, it's about life. It's about um, birth. It's about uh, marriage. It's about um, hope and faith. And that it's, a, it's for also those people that have gone through uh, miscarriages and infertility and, you know, infant loss and so many things. It's, it's for them. And it's bigger than us and that God will use your situation to reach other people to bring his purposes and advance his kingdom in the earth and to serve essentially other people. Yes. So that's when we pretty much start the slogan that this is bigger than us. This it's, is not about us. It's not about us. Um, and um, many people on the project had experienced what the project was about. And it, was, it's, it wasn't about us. It was about um, God's glory and it was about uplifting and it was about sharing a story that would impact others. Right. So... Um, and even from the pitch competition, um, even when we pitched the idea... That's, you know, that was around the same time when we got that, you know, it's not about us, even though, you know, it's our quote unquote story, but it's not about us because one out of four pregnancies deal with this, you know, mm. um, miscarriage and like. It's about, I think they say one in 11 couples um, deal with infertility. So it's, it's literally millions of people yeah. that deal with this on a day-to-day basis that you don't know. And you also, there is not much um, content content mm-hmm. um, out there that, you know, those people can can relate to and, and people can, you know, I guess... Uh, pull from and there's not much dialogue about it there's you know there's this whole dialogue about all these other like you know struggles and etc but I mean this thing this is a huge thing that's going on every day with millions of people and it's not talked about and there's nothing out there so that was the um, uh, a a lot of the motivation behind it as well yeah and um there really is a part two to this because this this process is ongoing. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely a part two to this story. Um, but we're going to find a, a place to kind of end it and then pick up the part two in the other place. But the, it's ongoing and that the part two might be a year from now, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so the film was shot. Phenomenal. My, ju- my husband did like an amazing job, y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, it was shot. February 2nd, we wrapped... COVID broke out at and the end of February, y'all. Yeah. 
and everything starts shutting down in March. March 15th. Yep. So when we talk about Kairos timing, Oof. my husband was so adamant about the timing. He was like, I feel it. We've got to do it. January. We've got to. He felt it so strong. It was, I, it was, it was something burning in me. And, uh, and obviously looking back on it, it was God. And like, man, I promise you, y'all, I was burning and like really like itching like just to really just do this to get this done and to get everybody on one accord because i just really felt like it was we really we really needed to do this at that time like Mm. i I didn't didn't want to waste time so and i yeah we see that was a big reason why Mm -hmm. because literally it was like a month later yeah yeah that was in 30 days that wouldn't have been able to happen And so it's so important to listen to God, to obey God. It's so important to have your ear to the Lord's heart and to um, to know what's going on in the earth and to be obedient with where he has you. Because he didn't tell us COVID's coming, but he told him, get the film done. Right. So um, obedience, you don't have to know everything. You just need to do what's before you. So the film wrapped and um, he edited that thing in like two weeks y'all and a finished product was out and there's a lot more to the story but we put the film in the indie memphis film festival and we won the prize for the audience choice award so the audience voted for us yeah the audience voted and our film won i think they said it was with 30 films i think yeah something short films and documentaries and all that type and so we want y'all and, and we give all glory to God. And, you know, we cannot take glory. If you hear this story, how can how can you take glory for yeah, that? One, one of my yeah, one of my biggest things is uh, I don't really like. Yeah, I'm, I, I don't like people. I don't and I don't like when people say they're self-made. Self-made is the biggest scam of all time. Um, it is a real scam team made is what needs to be paraded around and tattooed on and put in your bio and stuff like that because this is a real team effort um obviously you know it was started by god and gave me the vision wife came on board um bible study from this to that to this um but man it was such a team effort like Everybody, everybody, like my whole cast and crew was so amazing. Cannot like, I, like I can't thank those people enough. They are so day one. Mm-hmm. I'm always gonna remember them. Mm-hmm. And and Monique is like our sister now. And I don't can't believe we haven't said his name, but Princeton James, the guy yes. who played me, is an a fan, fantastic actor. He you can see him on um, uh, he's on Netflix. He's been on uh, you know primetime tv yeah. he's a great actor great love city law, love city law. he's mm-hmm. a he's a great great friend great brother um he made me look good mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. in, in different ways so and i really appreciate that bro and um yeah it's yeah so this is almost like a pause point um in this project because our goal is to make a feature-length film mm-hmm. telling the entire story so this was like a 15-minute version of uh four years uh, four and a half years so we want to make the feature and that that's gonna come forth because that's in the vision and yeah. um yeah the feature is coming that's gonna be our first feature we ever do 
and um, it's going to be amazing. And I really, 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 because that's some great news that we have to that we have to tell people, but we really can't say it. And then it's 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 so bad. Well, it's not bad, but it's like, ooh, it's another huge testimony we want to tell, but we can't tell y'all. Yeah, so we want to say a part two. <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely have a part two. Um, we are going to be making the feature. And if that's something that you would like to support, um, reach out to us, youngblackandmarried.org website or ybm901 at gmail.com if you would want to financially support the feature film. Because these things ain't cheap, y'all. It's not cheap And one thing we know about God is that he will... It's a a six-figure budget for the the feature film. So every dollar will count. Trust me. (laughs) We know God will fund a vision. If he dropped it, he'll fund it. It's nothing to him. But we also know people play a role in that. So if 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 you've heard the vision of this film and um, it's something that you want to get behind and maybe throw, throw in some things or throw in some financial or any other service, if you're an actor or something towards the feature, email us. Um, we'll do auditions we'll do you know a lot of things so just email us if you want to support if you want to be on set if you want to um, give in any way yes we like to say that we are good ground yes we are good ground we Um, are good ground ground. we we accept blessings yep (laughs) so you can email us and we will get a way for you guys to give towards this project because it's not about us it's much bigger there is something else I wanted to say too um, about the touring I don't know We'll hold that. Okay. Yep. So if y'all want to give, just email or if you want to reach out, email. And um, we love y'all. This is a pause point because there is a part two. <laughs> yes. Pause point. Oh, okay. Yeah. I did want to say this. Sorry. Um, if there is anyone listening to this right now that has dealt with um, miscarriage and infertility, we just want to say that our heart is um, reaching out to you and that we. Um, we care, we love you, we, we know what it feels like, and um, we agree in faith f- with you for your children, for your ch- uh, your child, your twins, your children, your triplets, whatever it is, we, we're touching and agreeing with you. And um, I just wanted to pray for any of those ladies and men, couples that um, are believing for the fruit of the womb. Yes. So um, yeah, let's pray. Father God, we lift your name up. Uh, We exalt you, Lord. We know ultimately that you said be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. That was the original intent. Um, We know that sin entered the earth and and just threw everything off. But we believe the original intent of God, which said, be fruitful and multiply. So, Lord, I am speaking um, to the wombs of the women that are listening. Um, Be fruitful and multiply that their wombs will come into agreement and alignment with the word of God that said, be fruitful and multiply. May every Um, spirit of barrenness be broken off of their wombs in the name of Jesus Jesus. be broken off of their life in the name of Jesus Jesus. may they be fruitful in all of their ways may these answers come forth into the earth may they come forth these sons and daughters to be raised in the kingdom of God may they come forth without delay without delay without delay Lord, we are asking that that there be a release, a release, a release, a release, Lord God. 
And even for the husbands, Lord, if there be anything on their part causing this, may healing go forth. Yes, God. May healing go forth in the name of Jesus. Jesus. We know that you are a God that says you delight in making the the barren a joyful mother of children. That's your M.O. That is how you roll, God. So we believe with these women, Father God, that there will be children coming forth soon. We believe for pregnancies, for healthy conceptions and healthy pregnancies, Father God. We're believing that there will be healthy pregnancies, Father, full term, full term births, healthy deliveries and healthy children from the heads of their from their heads to the soles of their feet. Yes. Father, we are praying this in your name. Jesus name. In Jesus mighty name. Yes. So if there's any of you listening, um, just go ahead and touch and agree with that and and, um, and believe along with that. Uh, one thing that we have said and we kind of got it from our um, spiritual leaders are we are here, but we're not here. Yeah. And, and we have gone through miscarriages and infertility, but we do not own it. It's something that we have experienced, but is not our identity. Yes. It's a part of the story, but that is not a part of the future that... Um, our children are coming forth. It's set in stone. And so our faith is already released. And so I would just encourage you, keep your faith alive. Um, don't lose hope. Keep believing. Be encouraged. And we love you. Yes, we love you. Amen. See you.